just saying about feeling inauthentic let's hear it okay well where we left off at the end of episode 30 was me fretting about being um anonymous and it's really catching up not a mouse good one (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i i just um yeah i feel like I have a secret life and so stupid because it's not even anything that exciting that I'm saying or doing but it's such a weird suburbia little insulated bubble that I live in that to have a podcast would be like wow but really well I don't know maybe not but I just kind of feel like anyway your name is out there now because our good friend at uh the lazy teacher podcast did a whole episode on you Julianne Eggold. Oh, it feels so good to say. <laughs> Does it? It's so funny. Just did kidding. it just make you tinkle a little? Yeah, I did. Okay. I'm sitting on this bed. I got to watch it. Um, so your name's out there. Our picture's getting out there. I'm starting to post things with our actual faces. And we just need to be free. Right? I'm coming out. <laughs> I want the world to know. Got to, Got to let, let it, come it on. show. Come in. <laughs> yeah. We had that on a cassette tape called Fire and Ice. And it was a yes. compilation of that song and uh, something about your eyes. It wasn't Betty Davis' eyes. What's the other one? Uh, oh, I think man. Pretenders were on there. It was a good compilation disc. I think we bought it at Long's Drugs in the $5 bin and yep. had yep. some hot hot 80s tunes i ha- i wonder if i have that oh. somewhere i'll bet i do and i'll also, bet also a hit song you're so vain oh yeah probably Simon. this song is i didn't quite understand that when i was a kid like do you get it now she's i do understand now <laughs> you could probably pen the sequel to that song right now yes yes oh. but sorry to digress uh okay. back to we're coming out yeah so should we come out um, I don't know. You're making me nervous now. I just, I don't know <laughs> don't what to tinkle do. on the bed. Just think about it for a second because, right. yeah, you're, you've got a lot more at stake here than I do. Well, yeah. Although, so Brian, our buddy now, we're talking about it kind of offline. Brian, the lazy teacher, Pulaski. Move yes. On. Yeah. He was saying that, you know, having worked with a ton of, um, middle school boys and things like that he's like yeah you know what they're never gonna listen to the podcast it's too long and boring and it's a bunch of moms talking and don't worry about the actual content of what you're saying so his idea and he seems like he's a very he's very well like free and loose and tells his Mm -hmm. kids everything and isn't uptight about social media i'm a lot more uptight and worried and fearful yeah i don't know what do you think And you have stuff to lose, too. You've talked about work stuff. Are you worried about that? Or <laughs> oh, Should I be? I don't know. Um, I mean, everything I... you've said is just normal work stuff, I think. But Yeah, everything. I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything to hide. Plus, I'm still 
waiting for death at every moment and hoping to catch, <laughs> catch a stray bullet on the set of the Hitch on the Rookie. <laughs> no, I don't care. Uh, I don't care. Line up. Uh, Here's our social address. Line up. There it is. Uh, yeah, I don't really care. I guess I don't have a lot to hide, but I don't have anything at stake either. I've managed to plan my life with having absolutely nothing. Hey, so well, you lost a few cactus plants this When this, you got this... nothing? You got yeah. nothing to lose. Mm, I guess. Yeah, except for cactus plants. The guy uh, <laughs> needs to water. About my... I'm in Joshua Tree right now. At my... Hi, Joshua Tree. At my property in Joshua Tree. Uh, and there's lots of cactus. There's, it's 98 degrees and there's windstorms. Airbnb, know, everybody. Look her up. Um, so just... I don't know. Think about it and make sure you're ready. I yeah. would say. I mean, I just want, it's like having a secret, right? It's having this thing inside of dirty, you that you dirty tiptoe around town with from one bush and tree to another. Like it's really panther. weird because she'll sometimes be hanging out with her moms and she's just like running from That's one right. bush to another. On my huge pink panther tiptoes. <laughs> and then my head pops out and I look left, right. And then I tiptoe run over to the Trader Joe's and I pop out again. Yeah. yeah it's a whole thing. Secret and life. Yeah. It feels weird. And my hair is falling out. I feel like a low level of stress all the time. It's so is stupid. It? Why do I care? I shouldn't care. What is your, seriously, is it that bad? Yeah, okay, it what might be is hormones it? too. I don't know. I think it might be hormones. I mean... So what do you think about when you are worried about this, revealing yourself? Um, uh, I don't know. I guess just like because I teach in the school too and I'm dealing with the 800 kids and knowing that this denigrate, is that the word? Denigrate? Denigrate? Um, Denigrated. Yeah, just talking about. No, it's stupid. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Because I'm like, oh, she partied and she was crazy and red hot chili peppers and wow. But we've all done that. Like, yeah. All the parents have a gross past. And uh, <laughs> Judge Kavanaugh has his party past. It's part of yeah. the culture and the talk right Except now. Except he's a date raper, so that might be a little oh different. My God, the guy's such a douchebag jock yeah. turd oh my gosh uh, so those are the angry. kind of guys that i'd be so nervous around in high school and stuff just yeah. gross like really those were the scariest ones right and i hung I out with more of the punk rocky skateboarder guys and you know some of those were a bunch of douches but i didn't feel as well actually some of those guys were awful yeah i guess there's always a few in every pack of yeah. You know, if we could just put all those douches on one island and just Seriously. give them all the brewskis they want <laughs> and some hustler Squee, magazine. Squee and Tobin can hang out and lift weights yeah. in the corner and give them a, a football and some lube and <laughs> leave them on. Seriously. And a lot of melons. Let's give them a lot of melon seeds that can grow. Uh... You know what I was thinking? Okay. Super Wait, what, is that? Wait what does that mean? <laughs> melon seeds? The fruit sex. Okay. Because here's, here's my explanation. I think we need to start a fruit porn industry. Because so I really. Wiener. Yes. Boys need somewhere. <laughs> boys, guys need somewhere safe to stick their wiener that they're not going to hurt anybody. That they're not going to be taken over. That they're not going to like add to a gross industry i'd say a warm pumpkin yeah pumpkins melons something nice and fleshy so we need to create the sexy porn 
which stars fruit. Melon porn? Of various types, yeah. Ooh, now, see, this idea. is what's going to get me fired from the garden. <laughs> I'm talking about fruit <laughs> porn. <laughs> okay, now that this is, never is gonna a real work. problem. I no, can't I come out. I wouldn't come out after no. that. No. Mouse, mouse over here, hey. Hey, oh. come garden porn, and then I'll teach your children <laughs> how to grow some watermelon. What oh the heck God. kind of segue was Look at that? she's losing it. See, it's see, true. I can tell that you're, uh, this well, is Well, here's... Here's my thinking that guys have seen so much imagery of women and girls and females and this is what you're supposed to do that it gets in their brain and they get some beers, brewskis in them and they just can't control themselves and, and they have to go at it. But, but also perhaps, they don't know what they're doing, by the way. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. But if they had the imagery of fruit... And all these great, wonderful other outlets. Pillows. And they would leave the woman alone and they would go to the refrigerator. Right. And everyone would be happy. Clay. You could throw some clay, put the nice water on it. Have you ever thrown a pot? It's very, like, soft and sexy. You could make the perfect little As receptacle. shown in the hit film Ghost. Yes. <laughs> That's right. See? And Patrick Swayze, like, clay on his chest. So, yeah, we need clay porn, fruit porn, um... And pillow porn. And I think we could create a whole new safe industry for men to um, get their rocks off. And that's my uh, that's my statement. I will be running for also... president. <laughs> you know what? I would do different select like textural elements of the earth because I was just watering a cactus and it's all sand out here. Mm. And the sand, you know how when you water sand, it's got that you could put your fingers through it. It feels like beans. Yeah. You can have a whole, but you should just do different tactile like uh go get some pots from home depot and you could put like hard beans in one mm -hmm. and then sand with a little water and another clay and the other one we'll call it elements of the earth for mm. your bird for your wiener <laughs> sure stick your wiener in it all right yeah <laughs> see i know where i know where your attitude is right now because you were in the fuck it phase and yeah. then you're like whatever and, blah, blah, blah. and then you were nervous because you were talking about coming out. So <laughs> well, now you just the fruit. I wasn't thinking about the nice, cute little kids in the garden. That kind of no. got weird for a second. But that's all right. I like it. See? All right. So that's a good business idea. I think we could uh, go there soon. And okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Now, right. yeah, the porn part would be fun to have to create that and just get some, <laughs> like, Well, know. you've got a lot of film industry background, so that that would come in handy. I could, You'd um... have to find the person to like break the mold on this, and I know the perfect guy, my mailman <laughs> Roberto. Oh, really? <laughs> I think he'd be willing. He Ooh. seems up for anything. He's really yeah. happy, and he's like, "Yes." So, do you mind putting my mail over there? Yes. Do you mind? <laughs> he's just a yes guy. I think he might. Would you be interested in shooting some clay porn? Yes. <laughs> Roberto, ladies okay. and gentlemen, right. of Atwater Village. Um, oh my god yay! That's great. all right okay so, um done so we're, check that we're one off the list slowly coming out that tail those whiskers sliding out i think yeah. every episode we should just have where the mouse is it's kind of like the terrorist <laughs> like like we're in orange and then yeah. we're in red right. and like just a little peeking and sometimes you may go back in the hole yeah it is. I have the perfect nickname for this. I know. I peek out, peek back in. The lights go down. I run around, go crazy. Lights come on. I go hide. It's oh, called... Uh, it's exhausting. It's like one of those... 
Have you ever had one of those poops that can try to come out and then they <laughs> suck back in? The peekaboo poop, yeah. The peekaboo poop? Is that what it's yeah. called? Or turtling? Isn't it turtling? Oh, turtling, yeah. Yeah. Someone said the witch's beak pokey. I don't know. That was weird. <laughs> or got a brown trout peeking out. I remember Les Claypool would say that. Uh, oh, you're funny. Okay. Oh, anyway, so. Good stuff. Okay. All right, getting down to brass tacks. I want yes. to discuss some uh, jealousy. We had somebody write us, and he has been having an issue with his girlfriend being jealous. Uh, so much of an issue. His name is Ross, and go ahead, yell it. Ross! <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend named Ross, but there's always a... You always want to yell it like that anyway. No, don't you remember the, the okay, oh, yeah, real quick right. side story, quick side oh. story. <laughs> I was a new mom. My oldest son was under one year old and he would take naps and Weens was new to the auntie scene. So she would come visit and we we're all, you know, getting used to the nap schedule and things like that. But she would kind of forget sometimes that I had a baby. So we would be hanging out and she would just occasionally make a huge loud noise. So one time we were sitting out front when the baby was down for a nap and friends was on, <laughs> right? No, I think my friend called. Was that it? I thought I had something oh, with the movie with friends, might, the TV show. Might. Yeah, anyway, she screamed Ross, and then the baby started crying in the back room, and <laughs> now that's become the <laughs> inside Ross! joke. Ross! It was an immediate thing. Ross! And then Ross! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is I what like, I oh felt my like God. every time. Yeah. I have a baby. All right, anyway, so Ross wrote us, and I am going to... Is that his real name? Yeah, it really is. Oh, I thought you said someone named Anthony wrote it, too. No. His name is Ross. Okay. He is a Brit. He is a boy from England. and um, Ah, bangers and mash. Right. He found us because he is a Fishbone fan. So um, Nice. Yeah. Started looking at our stuff and wrote to us that um, he, let's see. By the way, why would I say bangers and mash? I'm sorry. I have much more of a lexicon <laughs> for the... <laughs> The British Isles. <laughs> oh, no, that's all right. All right. He said, help me. I've been chucked. Which then he wrote in parentheses, dumped. So Aww. the old Brits, they get chucked over there. Um, my girlfriend, she's an ex now, is insane and jealous. Sorry, insanely jealous. She is convinced I will leave her or worse, cheat and not tell her. Um, and then he says he sent her a selfie when he was sorting out his photos and over his shoulder, she saw the laptop in the distance. And one picture was of a flash, as it happens, in a mirror selfie. And she went batshit crazy, asking him to explain who this picture was of. He couldn't even make it out, couldn't explain who it was, so she chucked him. Huh. And, uh, yeah, he sent me a picture, the picture in question. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can see on his laptop, there's a bunch of pictures, little like thumbnails of pictures. And there's one and it does look like a girl with like a guy looking over her shoulder. You can't make it out. But that was enough for her to chuck him. So, wow. um, yeah, he doesn't even know who the picture is of, doesn't remember it. What do we think? What's your take? I think right there, it's just a clear sign that that is not someone you want to be with. If you are aware of the fact that that's not a very good communicative way of handling a situation in your relationship. Mm -hmm. I think if you have a healthy person, you would say, hey, that was weird. What was that? It 
brought up feelings in me of jealousy so let's talk about it right right yeah opening up the communication and if this person is triggered by anything like that who sees a picture of a girl and feels like he's obviously cheating i'm out of here runs away well then that's yeah not going to be a good relationship so better to let it go or do you fight for it do you prove that it wasn't anything and lull her back and make her feel better and get back into the relationship because of it well okay so it's a two-sided story so i would say that if he has issues of cheating in the past and she's already triggered by a lot of other stuff Mm -hmm. then that one thing might be enough to send her away but um if it's out of nowhere that doesn't sound like a very healthy person who wants to talk about what the issue is i just think that you know it doesn't sound very it doesn't sound like a good mature person this girl to not say hey i want to talk about it unless ross you've done something (laughs) very nasty before and this was the final the straw that broke the camel's back i know because i'm looking at this picture maybe i can post it i'll make sure i can post it but uh I'm going to zoom in on it, and it looks like, I mean, if the girl can make it out, it does kind of look like him. If Well, I don't know what he looks like, <laughs> but if it's him, <laughs> if he can say, yeah, that's me, and he can't tell who the girl is in front of him, I don't know. I don't know. It's We'll put it out there. I think the... we need to get Ross on the phone. Let's Ooh. do that when, let's see if he wants to talk, and we'll interview him about the situation, okay? okay? All right. Because I do find that, look, we might have a propensity to side with our friend Ross Mm -hmm. and say, leave that girl. She's, but then I always love to hear because usually there's, there's two contributing Mm -hmm. factors, right? Well, he said, she said. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's dig in a little. So is it up to him too, to kind of like help do therapy for her? Like, or should she go to therapy or should he, uh, I don't know. There's... Well, why wouldn't you just say, hey, that seems kind of harsh for you to bail on me after seeing a photo that is kind of hard to make out. What's the problem? Yeah. And if she goes, fuck you, and leaves, then right. that's, that's probably it. not the best person. You probably don't want to be with someone like that who's not right. willing to talk. Right? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he sounds that... really sad about it. Um, so I don't know. And these... For. I don't know. If she is, then... Give it a shot, and you can only sit down and decide that for yourself. Yeah. And just decide if you can be with someone who, I would imagine this person isn't very good with talking about things. <laughs> so yeah, right. I'm guessing, but uh, so if you're okay with that, I mean, yeah. we really have to dig into this more. I think yeah. we, we need more facts. Exactly. Before we can therapize therapist don't you think so ross call in we're gonna call you and then we'll figure it out together as a team good idea yeah maybe we'll give him he's on england time so i think we're exactly opposite but um maybe we can just leave a message or something what do you think though i've talked a lot so what do you think um yeah usually where there's smoke there's fire i don't know i might side with the girl on this actually um if she's girls have intuition and if there's a funky picture and he can't explain himself, he doesn't know what his own picture is on his laptop, that seems a little suspicious. So I don't know. My my tendency is to go with what the girl's gut is telling her. But the girl's gut might be completely crazy. I know. She and that's what he nuts. says. She's batshit crazy. But isn't that 
that's something that guys say too when they're naughty boys they like to explain the exes away like oh she was crazy but oh yeah great. that's usually a great sign of a total self-absorbed prick yeah so, <laughs> not saying you are ross not saying you are yes, but right i have had gentlemen who were not so gentle in the past say something like well you're just crazy it's a very easy way to point a finger at someone else when you are the one that's done something bad right and yeah. this is the gaslighting and gaslighting. this is narcissism and it's a very interesting way of taking the blame off yourself when you right. when you put your dinky somewhere stinky. <laughs> <laughs> put your prick in the stick. In, the, what? The, no. in her. No, yeah, come on, come pink. on. Wait, wait, this stop. is serious advice here. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I would be curious to talk to her, too. I'm sure he can't get her to talk to hey, us. Hey, let's, but... let's all get on the phone together. This would be great. I'm hey. Sure. That's she would love it, and I'm sure old Ross would love it. Mm, the old he said, she said segment. Let's start Well, okay, let's talk real quickly about jealousy. Have you mm-hmm. ever found yourself to be jealous? Are you a jealous yeah. person? Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, much more so when I was younger, and I didn't have a ring on my finger. That was very much my jealous phase. And especially with my husband now, and he was my boyfriend, and we broke up, and we got back together, and we broke up, we got back together. We had kind of a rough 10 years together before we got married. He um, actually broke up to go see if you were the one for him and went off and flitted around with a flautist, right? That's right. Don't flit with a flautist, man. Man, it's a lot of flitting. Guess what? He, She didn't have a sense of humor. And all oh, the other girls, see? guess what? They didn't have a sense of humor. So, Did you look at that? He came Coming back, back for, for fun for this fun mouse over here. He, That's the other thing. Oops, sorry. No, go ahead. No, please. Uh, no, 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 no. You go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. No, you. <laughs> We're so ridiculous. Um. Anyway, no. So we worked in a real fun environment at this biotech company, and a lot of young people out of college and guys and girls all doing stuff together after work. Lots of extracurricular, you know, softball bars, things like that. And there was one girl who was really pretty, and she was real chummy with everybody, and all her friends were guys, you know the type. And, you know, he would kind of fall into that trap of letting her flirt with him and not pushing back and just being like, oh, yeah, you know, and he'd eat off her plate, and she'd eat off his plate. And he would sit by her and kind of put his arm across the back of her chair, even though I was, like, on his other side. And it just got to be weird. And I Were you guys together together? Oh, yeah, yeah. But mm. kind of off and on. So a lot of times people didn't know if we were together, if we were just friends. For a while, we didn't have a label. We were just, like, kind of getting together. It Who's was, the girl? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you'd remember her. I'll tell you offline. But what um, was her name? Really? You want to know her name? Yeah. Billy. Oh, Do you remember her? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he finally, you know, I was real cold to him when I, I would do the silent treatment and what, what's yeah. going on? Why? What? Huh? What's what I do? What I do? And so I finally told him, look, that really bothers me. I know I'm supposed to be like cool and let you just have friends that are girls. That's fine. But this one really bugs me. And he was like, you know what? Yeah. If it bugs you, I won't do it anymore because you're more important to me than she is. So no problem. And he just stopped cold turkey and that was it. So it was good. And the it was communi- really it? Yeah, that was it. And that was ah. the communication piece. And I was embarrassed to be jealous because I felt like I should be more, um, you know, solid than that and more 
assertive and assured and I wasn't and that was embarrassing to me to not have that confidence but it was good to communicate and then it stopped and so that was good but ladies and gentlemen that's called boundaries that's right yeah it was and good for him for recognizing it he could have pushed back like his younger self might have been like no wait a minute that's fucked up I need friends that are girls and you can't tell me what to do but you know after our ups and downs he realized like no nah, all right gotta keep her happy this is something I can budge on no big deal and yeah, yeah I won't eat off her plate anymore I won't you know, put my arm across the back of her chair. Those are little things yeah. I didn't know bothered you. Good but, for him and yeah. good for you. That's a sign of maturity and it also tells you that someone cares enough to be willing to honor how you feel. Yeah. So, yeah. So, how about you? Tell me a, a jealousy story about you. Oh, I, I think I have underlying, I don't know, I don't have a specific, I don't really have, uh, well, I guess when you, I first started... You're a big believer in guys and girls can all be friends, and it's fine. Kind of, but I'm kind of seeing that that's not really the case. I don't oh, know. really? I kind of am changing my tune a little. I think there's a lot. I think guys have that wiener to drag around their whole life, and they <laughs> want to stick it in more than just their their partner. And if you, I don't know, if they're getting too chummy with a friend, I think maybe you've got to watch out for it. Yeah. I'm thinking... Yeah, that that's strange. It's a it's a pull. It's a real thing, huh? It's a real thing. I think that it's probably possible. I saw more healthy relationships with my sweet, lovely, more nerdy, like Dungeons and Dragons kind of friends who were, mm-hmm. they just seemed to not have a lot of the jealousy and the drama and the highfalutin issues that some of the, you know, entertainment business people have. They just seemed like they were able to be friends more it's sort of like theater camp or oh that's a terrible example because those people well maybe together all the time being just like ego and confident and you know if you had your past as being a nerd then you're feeling like i can only get so many people so i better make it good and stick with it and not do anything weird versus people who you know have girls lined up they can just bounce around and be like whatever or here's my theory Here's my theory. I'm just thinking about it. And a couple of the friends that I do know who are, um, who seem to really love their partners are ones that generally weren't schmoozy, but they didn't get married early. They kind of just waited for that really special person. Mm-hmm. And then they found that person, they got married, and that's who they stayed with. And they really actually love them as a partner. And like they seemed like they were going to go through life they weren't going to sacrifice just to get married because they felt too old or they just said, yeah, I'm kind of enjoying my life by myself and I'm not going to shack up with anyone unless I really, really find someone great. Right. And those seem to be the solid ones that I've seen. That makes sense. Yeah. If you go into it with a mature attitude and you're already self-assured, then you're, you're not dealing with a lot of that jealousy stuff or need to get, um, ego boosts elsewhere right you've already got it internally and from one solid partner and you're good I to guess, go yeah i mean this is such a hard topic because i'm there's so i mean i still get jealous i get jealous, i get envious of other people's careers that are mm. bigger and better than mine like oh come on i haven't gotten you know and mm-hmm. that's a really stupid i get embarrassed because i am secretly very happy for anyone who has success especially in the music or entertainment industry where it's really hard yeah 
but then I'm, you know, I feel that and that makes me feel like shit because it's a very baseline reptilian emotion. It feels like, yeah. oh my God. To be really, like, truly happy for somebody else. Yeah. It's easy yeah. to, to be externally like, yeah, of course I'm happy for anyone with success, but then you can't help but humanly go, oh, why has it happened to me? Internal stuff. And yeah, yeah it's that's really fair. bothers me. And I just talked to someone about that today who's an older, wiser woman who's my friend Pam. Are you jealous of her? Estate. Just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's older, she's, she's wiser, she's prettier. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, she said she used to be like that. And she goes, you know, at some point I just decided that it is so exhausting. Mm-hmm. And she goes, honestly, it's, she goes, it just, I think, is a decision to say, I will no longer waste my mental energy Yeah, doing that to myself or to anyone else. Yeah. I've also heard that in ways it's a little bit healthy to have that jealousy or that envy when it comes to career stuff because that kind of points to you what you might be missing and what you can work harder on. So Yeah, so I guess if you're not trying to like take down that person mm-hmm. or shoot any, yeah. any wiener or what? what? <laughs> If it's just an internal voice bugging you, like, oh, why couldn't that happen to me? Then that is a signal, like, oh, hey, all right, put more effort into that arena and see if I can make myself better there. And I think, really, a lot of the jealousy, at least in that way, is probably because, like, I know where I could work harder. Mm -hmm. And I know where I could, if I were really putting that mental energy somewhere else, it wouldn't have time to go there. So a lot of it is, like, hey, I should have a great career like that, but... I secretly just want to hang out. Yeah. And I don't really want to work. Someone was, oh, yeah, my therapist, too. I've got therapists. I've got old, old wise friends. <laughs> old Pam. <laughs> yeah. She was saying, she goes, I really wanted to win the Nobel Prize, and I was working towards that, and I was wow. really super focused on that. And then I just decided, and I, she said she would be angry or jealous at other people who were achieving that kind of success that she wanted, and then, she goes, but when I really sat down and thought about it, I said, okay, what would that look like? And what would my life actually be like? Okay, that would be 14-hour days. And mm-hmm. it would be a lot of time coming home at 10 o'clock at night. And my son is four years old. And I wouldn't have much time with him. I wouldn't, you know? And so mm-hmm. when you really, really look at what life would be like when you think that you want that thing, because I think a lot of people don't do that. Really say, okay, what would life be like? Right. And then the pragmatic part. Yeah. yeah, what would I be giving up to go for that? It's know? true. We, I had a friend in high school who, well, she was more of an acquaintance, not true friend, but we had a common friend. So it was like this little love triangle between three girls, and we were both fighting for this one girl's attention. And What was the we, girl's name? <laughs> you keep doing this to me. Who All right, it? will you bleep it out? Yeah. Allie and... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the one that looked like the, the Nellie from... Nellie Olson. She was mine. Nellie companion. Olson. Yes. I. What is that show called? The Prairie? Prairie Companion? Little House, Little House in the Prairie. We bring it up just about every episode. So, uh... <laughs> obsessed. I know. Laura! I'm Laura. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, you... So, we were always fighting for her attention, and we were very competitive. And I was, like, the quiet competitive one where... I kind of had the better relationship with the other girl, so I knew we were solid best friends. And this third Nat kept flitting around trying to steal her from me, right? But I was kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah you, don't, you won't get her. She's mine. Anyway, 
we both were on the same track for biology and we wanted to go to med school and, you know, going off to colleges and things like that. Whereas our other friend work, uh, stayed home. She stayed in our hometown and went to college locally. So, you know, over the years through this other friend, we have been competitive with each other. I keep hearing about her. She keeps hearing about me. She keeps asking this other friend about me. And it's hilarious. And she actually got into med school and went down the medicine track. And so for a few years, I was secretly jealous. Like, ah, oh. I didn't get into med school. And she did. My arch enemy, she made it. And I didn't. Wow. But now she's not happy. She's having to work tons of hours. I'm hearing about all her marital strife. You know, she and her husband might break up. And Are you secretly happy? Well, let's just Aha. say I'm glad that I didn't put a lot of energy into that, you know, being competitive and having to get into med school to prove this weird old childhood jealousy thing because, yeah, when you lay it all out, what it really would have taken, it would have taken me away from the family and it would have been a stressful thing and I'm not made to be under stress, as we all know. So You have to look at that thing that you saw when you were... When you were training for pre-med where someone oh. had to take gauze out of some lady's stomach. Dude, yeah, I was... And you passed out. I was never going to be a doctor. I love doctors. <laughs> I thought I wanted to be a doctor. I loved anatomy. I loved doing dissections and frogs really? and cats and all that stuff. Yeah, all the science Sick. labs. I dug it. I was totally into it. Nutrition, love that stuff. But when it came to actually working with patients in a hospital, yeah, I worked in an ICU for an internship and followed this nurse around doing her um, checking in on the patients. And one of them, I had to help her change gauze on this old lady who was, her wound, she had an abdominal surgery and her wound wouldn't close. So it looked like the size of a salad plate, this oh. wound in her belly. And we would change the dressings and they were kind of, they had a big long, like maybe three big long staples kind of holding her wound shut. But through the middle of the staples, it was like a little... I don't know, uh, a grate on um, on the sewer. <laughs> you would pull out these Ugh. gauze. And they were green with bile. Ugh. And it was like a magician pulling uh, handkerchiefs out of his <laughs> pocket. It just kept coming and coming. And I would stand there with the tray while this nurse was pull, pull, oh. pull, pull, and pile them on my tray like a big plate of spaghetti, green, gauzy, bile spaghetti. And I just all of a sudden went, whew, <laughs> and I told the nurse, I said, I, I have to sit down. And she go, okay, there's a chair there. And I sat down. I put my head between my knees and passed out, had a nice little nap, had a dream, the whole thing. <laughs> Woke up looking at the top of my shoes like, oh, my God, I just passed out. And that's when Whoa. I knew I could never be a doctor because – yeah, was that it? it? Just, was that the defining moment? Or that was, was the defining moment, yeah. Wow. And that was another competitive thing. I was competing with another friend for that position. She was interning in the ICU, too. Again, another want-to-go-to-med-school person. I'm just not built to compete or <laughs> to be a doctor. So You're really competitive, though. You and your husband are competitive. I know. You... It was a sporty. I guess I am kind of, too. Chick, get... you are, too. Yeah. Sweet Jackson, who was talking about his... Uh, jealousy, which will, I don't know if we're going to air that on here. I think we'll probably take a little section, right? What jealousy yeah, is yeah. versus envy, which is yeah. really good to know. I just asked Jackson if I could use his real name, and he said... <laughs> no, no, no. 
He said, Jack, you could use my stage name, Jack the Stripper. <laughs> That's really gorgeous. That's what I said. That is what I said. So, okay, Jackson, you want to explain what you do here at the WB lot? I am a accountant in, uh, on the show The Rookie. Okay, fantastic. I'm also on the show The Rookie. That's why I thought you looked familiar. Ah, of course. <laughs> Quickly, we want to describe what Jackson looks like. He, you're a little bit like um, a Clark Kent type. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> I'm Clark Kent. With the glasses or without? Without. Ah, good, good. What, who have people described you looking like before? Well, you said I look like John Denver. Yeah, he does look like John Denver. I was hoping that would come up again. But I put a picture of John Denver outside their cubicle, and it's remained for the past it's several weeks. There. Someone wanted to replace it with Depeche Mode, but oh, terrible. I said, you can try, but I know Julianne will fix it. True, 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 true. All right, now, on the subject of jealousy, that's what our little podcast is uh, about. So what do you think about this in general? Are you a jealous person? I can be sometimes. I mean, I feel like everybody's a little bit jealous of something. They like to hide it, though. They're like, oh, I'm not jealous, and they're like all jealous about something, but... Do you think jealousy... Okay, first of all, what would you be most jealous of? Is it something around career or around women? <laughs> women. <laughs> it's definitely women. So do you think jealousy is important, or do you think it's like a reptilian emotion? Well, I, I think it, like... I think it really, you know, shows that we're humans. But actually, I guess dogs can be jealous, too, can't they? they do you think so? Yeah, well, my my... My little shit of a dog. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My little shit of a dog, Oscar, he'll get really jealous when you're, like, petting our other dog, Coco, to the point where he'll come up and he'll push her away. And he'll just be like, oh, pet me, only me. And it's like, okay, that's, I think that's jealousy. That's the, Oscar. Oscar's a little. A little biatch. He's a little biatch. friend. That's really. Okay, so. That's interesting. I'll bet you a lot of people have animal stories like that, too, yeah. and they've seen jealousy from... So do you think... Maybe it's just a really base-level... I think... Emotion. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean... Every, I feel like most people are jealous of something, unless they're just brain-dead. But... <laughs> okay, very interesting. Because th- someone described envy as different than jealousy, but it I is. don't really... I don't know. What, what do I you saw, think? I saw a meme where it was like... Homer Simpson was talking to Lisa about envy and jealousy and that they're different. You can be envious of some... I, for, I forget what the, what the main yeah. distinction is between the two, but they're like, if you're envious of someone, you want what they have, I think, right? Yeah. And then if you're jealous of someone... Oh, shit, I don't remember, but... Okay, this yeah. is where we're going to do a fact check. <laughs> fact check. That's me. The definition of envy is a feeling of discontented or resentful. Okay, wait, wait, but you have to do it in that booming voice. A feeling of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. Oh. Now, now jealousy is... Wait, wait, we have to go back to the voice. <laughs> the voice. And jealousy is feeling or showing envy of someone or their achievements and advantages. Okay, so... Yeah, I guess what I described was was jealousy. Yeah, I think it's so. Like a, it's like a branch of envy. So, like, how would you break it down in Jackson terms? In Jackson terms, I'm a jealous motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and he played guitar for this singer-songwriter girl. And you had said, "Oh, we should put that song on the end of our show." Mm-hmm. And secretly, I'm like, "Don't want to." 
fuck no. Why would mm. I advertise someone else when I need to advertise my own stuff because I'm so bad at it? I'm no. like, well, I worked really hard and I should put my That's own stuff true. Up. This is but true. But then I got, then I thought about my friend who's in a band that's a semi-famous band and he only promotes himself so much over the years and he's always mad that he hasn't gotten more famous and his girlfriend will always tell me well he needs to help other people out once he helps other people you lift someone else and then they lift you i think i know who this is yeah so so there is the theory so now it made me feel like an asshole but that is a question do you try and just self promote or do you help others out but in doing that are you taking away from yourself Mm, i think that only good things happen from promoting others i really believe and i say it all the time a rising tide lifts all boats so if we can all lift each other up we will all lift because who knows that person who helps you meet a manager in hollywood that will go in your memory forever that that person helped you. So when you make it, you'll look back and go, oh, wait, that person helped me. Let's help them now that I'm in a higher position. I think only positivity begets positivity. All right. That a thing? Now, but there's another thing. Okay, when I did the Aquabec commercials, right? Mm-hmm. I was writing and directing commercials, and I was doing it myself. And then, like, the camera guy, I would hire this one guy who was a DP, director of photography guy. Mm-hmm. He was a kid. And... uh he goes, oh, my friend's a great writer. Because I was just saying, I go, oh, I've written a few of these and I'm, I need to think of more ideas. And sometimes mm-hmm. I get stuck. He goes, well, I have a friend who's a really good writer. She would love to do it. And I, and right there, that was my competitive. I was like, fuck no. Is anybody taking this opportunity away yeah. from me? Because it's so rare. And I was like, uh, no. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you don't want anyone to steal your thunder, huh? And I remember mm. being like, well. but I'm like, yeah, it kind of. Someone caught so you. in the. Well, in the place when it's like you don't, like you've worked really hard to have a spot that you don't, and I've always been very gracious and nice to other people trying to lift them up, but almost to my detriment where I help other people and I don't help myself. Right. You're very good about that. Yeah. 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 I I get it. I've been, I've done it too. I've done it too. I, in graphics there, you know, I had to hire someone to help me because my workload was such and this hotshot came in we hired her and she was better than me and she was more efficient than me and she knew more than me and I was like I just made myself look bad but really it made our whole department look a lot better and yeah and we're still friends and nothing ever came of it it was just my secret envy and um I look back now and go that was kind of dumb I shouldn't have worried about it but I did at the time yeah so how do we how do we behave Better and differently. So it sounds like yeah. you are much more relaxed about this now. Um, I'm just kind of, well, I don't have a lot to lose either because, you know, anything I'm talking about where, it, like, so this podcasting thing, there's a, there's tons of communities out there where podcasters all help each other out. And, you know, we live off of these ratings and stars and reviews, right? This is the only way that we can never get monetized is to prove that we have this many listeners and we have this many ratings and da 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 da. So if we ever want to make money at this thing, you have to show your numbers. Well, some podcasters, I think, I don't, I haven't seen it personally, but I feel like it's probably, I'm sure it's out there getting jealous. Like, you know, this is my D and D you know, goes to the grocery store podcast. No, I have a D and D goes to the grocery store podcast. So then they get competitive. They could give each what other bad, is that, bad ratings. Way. 
Dungeons and Dragons goes to the Grinch. Oh, that was just a dumb example. I don't know oh. if there's. Hey, if there's a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons going to the grocery store, like oh. playing in front of a Vons versus Safeway, that would be great. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just saying these niche little podcasts. I think compete with each other, and um, but then it's cool when you see all those niche podcasts coming together and raising each other up. So I don't know. I I love it. It's a good. Um, little micro example of of a community helping each other that's career oriented and then they create these little networks and then the networks can go out together and find advertisers and sponsors and stuff like that so. see this seems like you're lifting each other up but now if one person gets this is what seems to happen in the world of fame mm -hmm. i'm just saying some people stay connected to the others but mm -hmm. once some people rise up and out of the yeah you know, they oftentimes don't look back. Right. Like, I know. See ya. <laughs> I know. I know. And I've seen that happen. And I've had friends who have gotten famous. And then the other friends are like, yeah, well, psh, they don't call anymore. And they right. think they're. But then at the same time, like I was talking to my other fisherman, Dave, my ex, who's now my friend. Mm -hmm. And um, we're talking about, you know, our friends who got super famous. And I'm like, yeah, but it's been 25 years. Like we were both saying like maybe they just have different social circles and their life mm -hmm. is so different now. It's hard to relate to yeah. the, you know, when your world is so. Right. You've totally gone to the next. Learjets and yeah. I chapter. mean, it's probably hard. Yeah. I don't know. But then there's the cool, like I worked with Adam Sandler and he's got all of his buddies around mm -hmm. and Kevin Smith was like that too. They, they just seem to have their, they're just way more. Approachable, yeah, mellow. I think, but I know, I know, it's got to be. Well, think of all the you know rappers who get so proud of themselves, like I'm making all the money, and they probably forget all their their roots, you know. And comedians, there's a ton like that, and yeah, I I think it, some don't. It's got to happen, but it's hard though when you have so many people pulling on you too yeah, to help them hopefully out. Hopefully you find those gems that that are good people that help each other out. So I have two examples. So the, I love this comedian Emma Willman and she has a bunch of podcasts. She does um, Taste of Taylor which is it used to be Wake Up with Taylor on Sirius and now she does Taste of Taylor which is the free podcast and then she also does a paid um, The Taylor Strucker Show. So you go to the thetaylorstruckershow.com and you pay and you get a subscription. She does a daily morning show. So that's kind of what got me into podcasting. I love listening to that show. I listen for like 10 plus years. And I just love the back and forth banter and friends talking and guests coming on and all this different stuff. Anyway, Yay. Emma Woman cool. is a comedian who came on and she has done nothing. She's from Maine. She's a small town Maine girl. And now she does other podcasts. Um, she does Inside the Closet with Mateo Lane, who's another comedian. He's great. And then she does The Secret Keepers Club with another comedian named Carly Aquilino. And they're hilarious. And her career is taking off. And she does nothing but raise each other up. She helps people all the time. People help her. She's like, I don't know, one of those rare people in showbiz that really will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, See? come try to get on my show with me. That would be great. Da, da, da. And she's very, like, on social media. She'll write back and comment and like and da-da-da. She's very approachable and I cool. love that. You know who else is like that? T mm -hmm. Tall John. John Schroeder. Oh, Just yeah. nice, like, good guy. And, this you know, and he's... Bob's Burger 
That's, yeah, he was produces Bob's yeah. Burger and just yeah. a good person who, you know, he let our nephew come down to the ship. My nephew, our nephew. But <laughs> anyway, son. there are people and that gives me hope and I want to yeah. be more like that and less like a, I guess when you've got one nut, you really hold on to it. Yeah, I know. Hold that nut. Oh, it's you true. Realize there's more nuts on the ground, folks. More so nuts. many more. Well, and especially when it comes to finding an audience. I mean, how many billion people are on the earth? Like yeah. five billion, six billion? Oh, and no, we seven. We're close to seven. Seven. There's plenty of audience members. So when other podcasters aren't helping each other, I'm like, why? You're fighting over what? 20 listeners I, who knows but there's so many people out there let's all help each other and help these people find all the podcasts there's plenty Amen. of time plenty of people plenty of hours in the day we can all share and there's enough and that was always a little i can't remember who said it but there basically there's enough for everyone you don't yeah. have to hold on to your little pie wedge because right. and i'd like to do that here so we're yeah. gonna put all right our friend song on the end yeah <laughs> and then there um we go. And then um, it looks like it's time, sister. So I know that went fast. Are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, please follow us on that note. And um, we would love a review. Only good ones, though, please. If you don't like us, just move along. Just kind of, you don't have to do the one star thing. Just just move along and find something else you like. Because um, it's the five stars that really help. And um Check out our YouTube channel. We posted all of our silly Warner Brothers escapades on there from my visit last week. Mouse came weekend. and visited me at work. That's right. It was very fun. The whole on weekend. The Warner Brothers lot, so it was cool. Yeah. And mom was there. She was helping you get stuff done. And we had a fun little girls weekend, so it was really fun. But um, we posted a bunch of that on YouTube, and we have it on our Facebook group and all that good stuff. So... Check it out, and we look forward to the next one. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. Oh. <laughs> a little bit of a pickle there. <laughs> I do love you, but the JD. Did I just say pickle? I just said pickle. <laughs> I just said I'm in a bit of a pickle. I must be John Denver. <laughs> Dragonfly out in the sun. You know what I mean, don't you know? Butterflies all have This old world